Hello, welcome to HVAC Tech Tips Podcast presented to you by CE. My name is Jack Kaufman. I'm a customer assurance manager here with CE. Disclaimer, all information in the HVAC Tech Tips Podcast is intended for licensed HVAC professionals. All electrical, mechanical, and plumbing work should be performed by licensed trade professionals only. This podcast is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Today's episode, we have combustion analyzation with Brooks Whitson. And over to you, Brooks. Thanks, Jack. Ah, combustion analyzation. So what is that exactly? So we're going to talk about the importance of benchmarking equipment with a combustion analyzer. But why do we use a combustion analyzer? Using a combustion analyzer protects your liability. It ensures you have max equipment life uh, and reduces your callbacks. You shouldn't measure a flue gas if you don't understand what all the numbers mean. This is where we can help digest some of the lingo associated in testing. It's first important to understand some basics with combustible appliances. Always rely on your manufacturer for specific fuel pressures and efficiency readings. All information discussed in this podcast is secondary to your appliance manufacturer specs. Now, all fuel-consuming appliances require fresh air for complete combustion. Ensure furnaces and boilers have adequate combustion air from their environment. So this is referred to as the combustion air zone. If a non-direct vented gas furnace and non-direct vent gas water heater both are in the same mechanical room, then uh, both appliance BTUs will need added together and figuring out if the room can support adequate combustion air. Consult your manufacturer or local codes for proper combustion air methods and formulas. It's important to know what materials are also stored in that combust- uh, combustion air zone. Chemicals off-gassing VOCs can corrode the water heaters, uh, boilers, furnaces. Um, you know, I once did a maintenance in a water plant and there were about 20 plus uh, gas, little uh, gas units. And all the gas units were showing wear because they were old, but by far, the units in the chlorinating room were extremely corroded from the off-gassing of the chlorine. So now, to efficiently burn a fuel, you need the the main air, which is primary air, and that mixes with the fuel for combustion. Now, older gas burners allow the uh, for adjustments of the primary air, but on a modern gas furnace, the primary air can't be adjusted. The modern burner design controls the primary air. The air around the flame is the secondary air and ensures complete combustion. The secondary air is not adjustable. A, te- a technician today mainly has only two adjustments that could be made. They can adjust fuel, fuel pressure and you can also adjust blower speed. That's about it. So let's define some of the meanings uh, when you uh, take a measurement with a combustion analyzer. Uh, O2. Now, this is your percentage of oxygen in the flue after complete combustion has taken place. The air we breathe is close to 21% oxygen. So an example of a 90% efficient furnace, uh, you know, the average oxygen would be about 4.2 to 9% uh, in the flue pipe. Now, CO2, often confused and misspoken about. This is carbon dioxide, not carbon monoxide. CO2 is, a measured, uh, is measured carbon dioxide in the flue gas. Each carbon fuel has its own specific max CO2 percentage, 
that it can produce when burned at 100% efficiency. Now, efficiency. Efficiency, that's the calculation of how efficient the fuel is combusting. This isn't the same as AFUE, but if you test enough, you will notice that 90% efficiencies will be somewhat close to the AFUE rating. So I'll explain. A 60% AFUE furnace can have an efficiency rating around 80%. This means that the combustion process is as expected, but due to standby losses like draft diverters and standing pilots, the furnace will only achieve around 60% uh, annual uh, fuel utilization efficiency. An 80% AFE furnace will have a similar efficiency, but modern direct ignition and heat exchanger designs reduce that waste of fuels, especially in the off cycle. So it's important to know that when measuring the flue gas, you can't make the furnace more efficient than what the manufacturer has. You're, you're, checking, uh, you're checking the efficiency of the burn. You're not setting your AFUE efficiency up, okay? Make sure you know that. Now, carbon monoxide, CO, that's the silent killer. Carbon monoxide of, you know, you don't want any carbon monoxide in a home. Combustion analyzers should be turned on in fresh air to zero them out and then brought into the home for inspection. Hold the combustion rifle at about waist to chest height as you walk around the home. A small investment to protect yourself is a personal CO monitor and you can wear it uh, or attach it to your tool bag. Uh, BPI or the Building Performance Institute has a list that, uh, that they can advise on what should uh, be done or taken place uh, based on ambient CO levels. Um, and you can Google this, uh, Google ANSI backslash BPI hyphen 1200 hyphen S is in Sierra hyphen 2017. On page 13 of that, it, it gives an example, which is about one to nine parts per million of CO. It's considered normal. It's a safe level of CO in a home and no action is required. Now, ultimately, you don't want any CO, but one to nine ppm is considered safe and no action really required. Now, 10 to 35 ppm of CO in a space is marginal and the, and the space should be ventilated, uh, ventilated and the source of CO should be identified. 36 to 99 parts per million of CO is excessive. Everyone in the building should be alerted uh, or informed. Um, you need to check and mitigate, uh, ventilate the space, uh, and you need to also uh, stop your work until the source is identified um, by a trained professional or the fire department. 100 to 200 parts per, per million of carbon monoxide is dangerous. You need to evacuate immediately and call 911. Now, carbon monoxide detectors should be in every home with an attached garage or fuel burning appliance. Uh, encourage your customers to test and replace them per the man their manufacturer specs of those CO um, detectors. CO air free. Now CO air free, that's the undiluted carbon monoxide measured in flue gases. Residential furnaces are required to be shut down when CO reaches 400 parts per million or higher. Any furnace uh, should be kept below 25 parts per million uh, CO air free when capable. It's important to buy a high quality meter that has a built-in NOx filter 
a NOx is an acidic gas uh, created during the combustion process, and it can actually uh, display a false CO air-free reading. Um, the NOx builder will make your uh, CO air-free reading more accurate. Uh, dew point. Now, dew point, that's the calculated temperature in which a flue gas will condense. And this is a very simple tip. Condensing furnaces should condense, and all non-condensing furnaces flue should not condense. I know that sounds silly, but it's very true. You don't want a 80% uh, furnace condensing in the flue pipe. Now, exposed chimneys, poor flue design, and improper appliance setup can cause a stack temperature to dip into the condensing range on a non-condensing appliance. Um, also, when appliances are turned way back in temperature, it will take some time for the appliance to establish a good draft. Spillage can occur during this uh, stabilization time, and also flue condensation can occur. Now, now spillage is basically when uh, flue gases start to uh, backdraft back and spill into the space, like a, uh, like a direct uh, or non-direct uh, water heater that has a draft diverter, it, you know, that gives a place for the uh, flue gas to spill out or an old boiler with the, uh, you know, the bonnet in the back, it would spill out the bottom once it, if it didn't have a proper draft, um, you know, so that's what spillage is. Now, excess air. Excess air is calculated air that passed through the combustion process and it's required to ensure complete combustion has taken place. It's good to know what excess air reading is considered normal for the appliance you're testing. So, and there are guides out there that are helpful with giving you ranges of what proper excess air is and what you're looking at. Draft, the measured pressure difference between atmospheric pressure and flue pressure. There are four types of draft, natural draft, induced draft, power draft, and balanced draft. Most HVAC appliances operate on induced draft and some older appliances less than 80% AFUE used a natural draft. That's important to know the correct draft locations uh, depending on your appliance. A natural draft appliance should have a draft measured after the draft diverter. You go at least two times the diameter of the flue pipe in inches away from the diverter to measure the draft. So a quick example, if it's five inch flue pipe, uh, you would measure at least 10 inches away from the diverter. You also should be testing for flue gas spillage under the draft diverter with all the appliances running at the same time and then with each appliance individually running. To go a step further, all kitchen exhausts and bathroom fans can be turned on in the home with all doors and windows sealed to test uh, to see if you have any type of building pressure overcoming your draft. A smoke pen or candle uh, candle lighter also are a good visual aids for spillage. Um, and, uh, you know, no, a plume of exhaled vape from your vape pen uh, just isn't going to cut it as far as checking for spillage. I know some of you guys are laughing right now, <laughs> but it might not be the most professional way to check for spillage, you know. So um, just wanted to throw that one out. But. Now, smoke number. The, the smoke sample taken from the flu uh, before the, it should be taken before the draft regulator. That's because the uh, draft will dilute um, your flu gas. So a smoke sample needs to be taken before the draft regulator um, closer to the furnace. This mainly applies to oil furnaces and, and not used when uh, combustion testing um, LP or natural gas appliances typically. Now, uh, now that we went over a combustion reading, uh, let's talk about proper testing locations. So on a natural vent furnace, 
the combustion test will need taken under the bonnet at each heat exchanger section. The measuring in the flue is inaccurate because the flue gases are being diluted with uh, with air. Now, what about an 80% furnace with B-vent? How do you test that? You got two walls, right? So should we seal both inner and outer pipes? Absolutely. Now the flue pipe should be sealed with a testing cap or brass plug and then sealed with a high temperature RTV caulk that does not harden. The outer pipe simply can have a piece of full tape across it, <laughs> but the inner pipe, you have to seal that proper. So that's how you would seal it. Inner, inner hole uh, would be with a testing cap or brass plug with a high temperature RTV non-hardening compound and then outer pipe just you can put a little bit of foil tape on it and you know that's properly sealed now 90 percent furnaces can also be tested they'll need to drill a hole in the pvc flue and use a brass threaded nail plug uh, with a non-hardening high temp rtv i'm sure there's other adapters but the main thing is you want to use rtv and a, a good quality plug that's you know that's going to seal proper you know, metal tape is just not an acceptable way, way to cover the test hole on a 90% furnace. So combustion analyzing is a must for the HVAC professional. A live chemical analysis is way more accurate than the older liquid-filled cylinders with aspirator pumps and the slide charts. So if you're not testing, you're guessing. Please know that, you know, Use an analyzer uh, after proper nozzle sizes, orifice sizes, fuel pressures, and inputs are calculated. Remember, we can't make appliance more efficient than by its design. We need to match fuel input consumption per OEM specs and set proper fan speeds so our temp rise falls between the furnace temp rise range. Jack, my time's up here. Uh, what inf information would you like to share? Thanks, Brooks. Guys, always follow the equipment manufacturer required specifications, as Brooks stated earlier, and contact the manufacturer's tech support if you're questioning any of your combustion readings. If you'd like to contact us, we can be reached at cma.techtips at carrierenterprise.com. Thank you for listening and have a great day.